All right, so tonight we're going to be talking about one of my favorite Marvel characters, especially in the X-Men universe, dun, 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 Deadpool! <laughs> Motherfucking Deadpool, baby. Like, the most underrated X-Men there is. Pretty much, even though people really don't see him as an X-Men, though. Well, I mean, think about it. He's a mutant. Yeah. Forcibly a mutant by other mutants. Yeah. And he's technically the toughest one. Yeah, he really is. Because he's the only one that's killed Wolverine. True. He can technically kill any mutant before they can kill him completely this motherfucker can literally walk into the sun and survive yeah yeah when you, when you put it that way yeah hello nerds i'm joker and i'm joined as always some most days by my constituent in crime unreal Hello, everyone. And this is the Madhouse Presents Group Therapy, a podcast where we talk all things nerds, anything and everything. But currently, we are kind of stuck. We, Me and Owls uh, started this series way back when, and it only right that we finish this out before we move on to other things. So we are talking about X-Men Cinematic Universe. This one is now movie number... Oh, God, I have no idea. So many of them. It's starting to blur together, honestly. Oh, shit. Like, I'm kind of ready for, for it to be over. Like, I love talking about it, and I love watching them, but I'm like, okay. Aren't, aren't you? I'm ready for this shit to be over with. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. How many more do we have left? One, two, three, four... Five. Oh, Still got five more weeks of this. What's next? Apocalypse? Yep. Okay, I'll be excited for that one. I like... Which also came out this year. so Or the the same year Deadpool came out. So Deadpool came out first, and then Apocalypse, so... Oh, okay. That's not too bad. But Deadpool is officially a part of the cinematic universe! Yes. Which, there are some fun facts in here that actually tie him to the Marvel Universe, and the DC Universe. Oh, okay. I didn't know about the DC one. It's weird. Is it? It's weird. Oh, God. Well, I mean, it's Deadpool, so if it's not weird, is it really Deadpool? I mean, he's also the only superhero to break the fourth wall, technically. Plus, he's the only character to know he is a character. That, that's just surreal. He's honestly. the only one to know that he's not real. He was made up by Stan Lee. He knows this. That's just like, like, how do you deal with that? Like, you got to deal with it somehow. I mean, it's Deadpool, so you kind of know how he deals with it. But like. Yeah, he drinks and fucks. 
Yeah, there you go. That's and ghost kills people. I mean, that's what he was created to do, so I guess he's more than happy to do it. <laughs> yeah. So the first Deadpool movie came out in 2016. Um, we... We kind of know how this goes, how this plays out. Anybody who's anybody that actually gives a shit about Deadpool knows this movie. So recapping it, for anybody that's actually going to listen to these things is probably pointless. But we'll go through some highlights of the movie that we remember. Yeah. So the movie actually starts out in a freeze frame type motion image going through the primary scene that was teased, what was it, like three or four years earlier? It was the animation of the teaser that Ryan Reynolds leaked himself. Oh, yeah. That's of the right. highway scene. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. And it literally played out exactly how that animation went. This was a high res, like 3D animation of, <laughs> or CG animation, excuse me, of. The first scene in the movie. Yeah. He's on the starts out, he's on the bridge, it's got the radio and he's coloring all this other shit. And <laughs> uh Salt and Peppa is playing. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. But uh <laughs> so he's there and we are he's talking about how it's a love story, all this other shit. Yeah. And he course drops down has the fight scene and it's just so fucking hilarious because the pre-credits or the f front roll of like of who's who in the movie mm -hmm. it actually doesn't say anything like that's typical deadpool i know it's just like insults here and there and everything like that like like moody teen the hot guy. I mean, it's what even is, got the picture from People magazine of the hottest man on, on oh, Earth. Oh, the sexy, yeah. The sexy, it was like hottest, sexiest man on Earth. It was his cover yeah. of People, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Oh, my God. There was like so many fourth wall references of it, like everywhere. Out, everywhere. Everywhere. Especially with him playing um, Weapon 11. 11. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Weapon 11. There's yeah, from the Origins Wolverine movie. Um, oh, my God. It's just, like, so many things. So, let's see. So, in the highway scene, or the pre-credit rolls, or pre-roll to the movie during that freeze frame run-through, it was really cool because it's like it had him yanking on the motorcycle guy's underwear, like yeah. giving him a reverse wedgie almost. <laughs> um, the other dude spitting out the cigarette, the car cigarette lighter, the push one. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> that was hilarious because it's just like all... How like, did this fucking happen? I know, right? It's just like, what did we just start into? And then it just like gets progressively worse. Like, this is not a kid's film. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I mean, it going. is technically the first rated R movie in the X-Men lineup. Yeah, true, but, like, when you think of Marvel movies, you don't think R-rated. <laughs> so you're like, no, it can't be that bad. You take your kid to it. Like, there's, like, a constant sex scene. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Throughout the entire, like... Sexual <laughs> references. Oh, and <laughs> then there's Stan Lee's cameo. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay, we'll get to that. Okay, yeah, because... Um, <laughs> 
been a while since I've watched this. And then, let's see. So the highway scene goes up, like, when he's killing the motherfuckers during the wreck part, one dude literally turns to mush on the highway sign. Oh, I know. It just, like, turns into, like, a flat pancake. Well, which is kind of funny, though, is when we see that scene, he turns into a pancake. When he falls... He's full again. Yeah, he's, he's like, just... I didn't even thing. think about that. Yeah. Because he was, like, squished, like, blood guts everywhere. Uh, literally a pancake. A bloody, bloody pancake. And then when he falls, he regular human body, just dead body. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's... I didn't even think about that until just now. And I've watched this movie like a hundred times already. It's you can watch the same movie over and over again. And you're still catching like little things. You always catch something. Wow. I did not even think about that. Yeah. Cause he's the only one that flew at the sign. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. (laughs) So it's just, it's kind of funny. Cause like pancake reforms falls. (laughs) Solid mass of a dead body just on the car. <laughs> okay, so let's see. Of course, then the news comes out, and that's when the X-Men side of this comes into play, because Colossus and Negasonic Teen Warrior. Warhead? Warhead. Oh, my God. I just... Colossus is so annoying. <laughs> I'm sorry, but, like... Okay, so... Why would you want to recruit? This is... I've been waiting. I mean, I probably said this before, too, but this is the first time Colossus, to me, has been Colossus. Yeah, you said that when we when it first... When it started. Yeah. You did mention that. Because Colossus in the prequel, or in the originals, and in the prequels, was... Not the Russian or Eastern European, always chromed out yeah. person that I knew him to be from the comic books, yeah, and the animated series, yeah. Here he is, and like then then I'm then I asked like because they finally got what he looked like and sounds like you know from you know they finally the proper got proper references yeah the proper way, and then I then I asked I was like. But is that how he acts? Is like, is that how he's supposed to be portrayed? Or I remember him being annoying. Like I didn't, I didn't really care for Colossus. I can't remember. Like I remember the animated series, but like only one like scene, and then that's it. Because like I haven't seen that since I was like younger. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm just going. Hmm. I wonder. Is he always this annoying, or is this just because of the movie? Yeah. And it's probably because of the movie, because it's coming from Wade Wilson's point of view here. He is narrating this movie. Oh, yeah. He, okay, so maybe he's not as annoying as... Okay. Yeah, so this whole movie, sense. actually both of them are coming from Wade Wilson's point of view, just like the video games and the comic books. Yeah. Everybody seems more annoying to him. Except who he finds hot. True. Or cool. That's a lot of people he finds annoying. Oh, absolutely. That's a lot. Except for Ajax wasn't actually annoying. No, because he, he thought like, he was cool. Yeah, that because he was like really... The, the actor who played him was like... 
perfect, honestly, like a counter counter to Deadpool. Well, it's like also if you look back at the comic references to Negasonic Teen, the Teen Warhead, she was not as moody and posh as she was in this movie. To be fair, this is the first time I've ever seen her. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. My nerdiness only goes so far. Then my attention span is like, ooh, something new. Go there. Squirrel. <laughs> Pretty much. I have a lot of squirrel moments. But yeah, talking about the uh, sexual references. Oh, my God. <laughs> when he's about to beat the shit out of Ajax on the highway, and then he rears back to punch him in the face, and he's, ding! Crap. <laughs> Daddy? I know. <laughs> the oh. balls of steel. Oh, and the, what I found hilarious is when he went for the crotch shot. He just broke his other hand. <laughs> He's standing there like a T-Rex. Because, <laughs> like, the first shot went to Colossus's face. Yeah, broke that hand. Broke that hand. And then, like... He's down, and so then he goes for the other, like, he goes for a crotch shot, and he breaks his other hand, and then he's just standing there like that with his hands flopped over. <laughs> and he's makes oh. a, he makes a T-Rex reference. I can't remember what he said, though, because he didn't put the subtitles <sighs> on, so I missed a lot of words. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm just standing there, he's doing this, and I'm like, I'm dead. I'm just dead. And then he kicks him? And then... Dude, that 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 leg was like all kinds of t- like messed up. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then he cuts his own hand off, and with his hand still handcuffed to Colossus, just flicking him off. But it's broken. <laughs> but it's broken. It's stuck like that. Yeah, because it stayed like that after he yeah. uh, cut it off. Yeah, because you don't see it until it rotates over, and you're like, "There we go." There we go. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then when it's growing back, he's back. After he does another uh, split screen after he falls into the trash heap before he ends up back at his thing. But it it goes back to the apartment where he's with Granny, blind Granny. She's fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. I love her. She is hilarious. And he, he refers to his Crocs as his big rubber masturbating shoes. <laughs> so as he's doing his little lizard thing and growing back his hand, it's a little baby hand. A little baby hand. Like it's a third of his oh, size. Oh, wait, isn't it? Because he reaches up and grabs her face and is like, I bet it feels big in this hand. I thought it was in... Oh, I thought that was in the second one. No, the second one's different body parts. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Freaking alien from uh, from Men in Black. That's what that reminds me of. <laughs> That's what that reminds me of. But, um, okay. Yeah, I, okay, I remember that now. Yeah, because he falls down and the Ikea desk falls apart. No, I actually... I didn't see that part. Yeah. No. I didn't see that. That must have happened afterwards. You sure? Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, that's the next Because part. then it goes back to the, the flashbacks of how it all started. Yeah. 
All right. So anyway, so yeah, all the flashbacks, we, we understand those um, because he's, but what I didn't get, what I didn't really not necessarily appreciate, but I didn't get was how they showed his mutation coming about. Yeah. It was forced on him. That's how it's always been. Yeah. Cause he has cancer. He tries to go get cancer fixed and get his superpowers, blah, blah, blah. But in the process of getting his superpowers, Mm-hmm. N- the normal way is that he gets burned in the fire of him trying to escape after the last treatment right. and the shock and everything from his, from him burning alive and causing his flesh to be mauled yeah. is where he gets his powers. But in this case, in the movie's case is the process of dropping his oxygen and fluctuating in between life and death his body just mutates. And I didn't really understand how they could explain that because that's not how it happened to me. For me. I think it's... I don't really know either, but I can understand why they did it because, I mean, when you look at it, watching a guy literally burn on TV, not a lot of people would like that. Well, they did it anyway. No, we never saw him burn, though. Everything fell on top of him. It's insinuated. Yeah, but we never saw it. Yeah, but they could have done it then, is what I'm saying. Like, he could have not had his powers, but the fight, and then everything falling on top of him and him burning himself, that could have been better explained on how he looks the way Deadpool looks after. Yeah, I I can see that, but... I think they just really wanted to... I'm like tired now. <laughs> I'm so tired. My eyes are hurting. But I think that's just how they wanted to explain it movie-wise. And like, because once this movie came out, I'm pretty sure like his popularity in like comic books and everything like skyrocketed. So I think like when people go and look... They'll, they see, like, his actual origins and everything that way. Well, see, but, what what's interesting is I noticed looking through some of those references I was doing while we were watching the movie, the comic books is what actually got him interested in being Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool because it made reference to Ryan Reynolds in the comic books. That would explain so much. Deadpool Cable number two, I believe it was. It made reference that he looked and acted like Ryan Reynolds and someone else mixed together. That would that explains so much. That that really does. Like, because I mean, you can't pick anybody else to play Deadpool. Like even if they like even like twenty thirty years down the road, you know when they always they always do remakes and everything. Like Logan. Like Lo- yeah, like you you can't. There, there's nobody else, unless like there's that one actor that usually like pops up every like few generations that's like perfect for roles, but like y- you can't. You can't replace you, Ryan Reynolds now. Yeah, the. And there's nothing the else. There's no other superhero he'll be able to play. Honestly. Nope. 
Because he tried it with Green Lantern. <laughs> and God, did that flop. Oh, that I was, was so mad that... I mean, he played a wonderful role in it. It oh, was beautiful. But it was so poorly produced. And, oh, it was. It, they and could. he rips on it every chance he gets. He ripped on it in this movie. He rips on it in the second movie. Mm-hmm. He ripped on it in... The credit scenes. The credit scenes and in uh, Free Guy. Yeah, like, oh God. if they were going to go for a Green Lantern, they should have went with um, John Stewart instead of Hal Jordan. Oh, yeah. They should have went with, with, with John. But, I mean, he took a shot at it. He's just, maybe somebody else should have played Hal Jordan instead of Ryan, to be fair. He still did a great job, but I'm just saying. it, yeah. And it he, opened he, up for Ryan's comedic abilities to rip on shit. Oh, it really did. And then, you know, Weapon 11, he... Oh, my God. He, he rips on that so bad. Now, see, now let's talk about that. The differences between the Weapon 11 Deadpool and this one. We already talked about it previously because the timelines are way off. That's the 80s that that's happening in. This is 2000s because they're made, like late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Because he's playing retro music... And it's salt and pepper. Yeah. The 90s. Yeah. They're driving around in brand new Tahoes during the highway scene. Yeah. I th- honestly. And he's talking about the creation method happening not that long ago. Yeah. So the timelines are off. Thankfully. He corrected it in, or he helped correct the timeline Yeah, in the second movie. Yeah. Which we'll get to later. But even Ryan Reynolds knows that that Wade Wilson was not the true Wade Wilson. He knows that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It- he knows, yes, even though people were calling it Deadpool, it was not Deadpool. Yeah. The red suit, black outlines, wide eyes, cancer-ridden, regenerating Deadpool. That's Deadpool. Fourth wall breaking Deadpool. (laughs) Which he did do at the end of uh, Origins, but it wasn't the proper Deadpool. Yeah, no, that was just kind of like a... That was a Ryan Reynolds thing. Yeah, that was just like kind of like a small, like, oh, no, this is actually Deadpool thing. But it's like, no, no, nice nice try, but no, no. I will, the way he acted in Origins and the way he acted in Deadpool, somewhat similar before he, you know, before all mm-hmm. the experimentations and everything like that. They were... They, Wade was still Wade. Yeah. Like in the eleva- elevator scene when they're oh going out to get the Adamantium. Like that is Wade. That you know, that was that was the Merc with a mouth. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, the swords being able to do that and that that that's close. Yeah. It's no, close. it was. So they did they did good he did on the good human on side, not the, not the, the mutant side. No, mutant side. They decided to try to do something that's like more vicious than Logan and Sabretooth. 
Because, I mean, when you look at it, you kind of have to have a villain or a mutant that's... Slightly stronger. Yeah, stronger and more deadlier than Sabretooth and Logan. Yeah. Because, I mean, even in itself, those two are pretty badass. Especially when they team up. There's very few occasions that I remember, but when they have teamed up, they are unstoppable. Oh, yeah, they really are. Like, they took down Juggernaut easily. Yeah. So, it's just like... Eh. Now, back to the Deadpool movie. All right? Yes. This is also where we get the first concepts of X-Men as a part of the actual cinematic Marvel universe, the MCU. Because they end up stealing Vanessa, which everybody knows about that because that's where he gets his vengeance for Ajax. Or Francis. Oh, my God. I have never hated (laughs) the name so much. (laughs) But that was hilarious. But they took, if you noticed when you watched it previously, they take her to a downed uh, hovercraft from... Uh, shield after end war or uh, civil war civil war when it went down in the city and dro- just dropped out of the sky that's what they were on was a helicarrier oh okay that's why it tilts oh. over when they gets destroyed oh okay okay well, and then after it. Civil War at End War, when it's destroyed and laid on its side. You mean Endgame? Endgame, yes, thank okay. you. <laughs> Endgame, when the ones that are like that fell out of the sky are on the ground. Yeah. And one's turned over on its side with containers and shit around it. Yeah. That's supposed to be the same one. Wow, that's a lot. My brain hurts now. so deadpool is the first reference to bridge the gap between the x-men cinematic universe and the mcu which has never been done before this point right now of course what has come out on disney today oh god has done the second and final nail in the coffin on the connection between the mcu and the x-men universe I can't wait till we get to that. Wait, which one? Oh, the... Doctor Strange. Okay, yeah, no. No, I got it. But I was just like, wait, which one? And then, like, it took me a minute. I'm tired. <laughs> okay, back to Deadpool. All right, so they get through with the fights. Now, Negasonic Teen Warhead. Phenomenal fucking mutant. Like... Gen Z type teenager fucking on the phone tweeting, like holding up the finger to Deadpool when they're about to get in the mass battle. Yeah. And she's about to take on, uh, uh, what's Kara's last name? Fuck the UFC fighter that was in the Mandalorian, but got fired because Disney was a dick. Oh, uh, angel. Yeah. The angel. The real angel. Super strong bitch that is fucking hot. Yeah, she she was she yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was. 
Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, so um, they go head on. That was fucking fun to watch them fight. But also her <laughs> and Colossus fighting, hilarious. Oh, the oh, my favorite part. Okay, I do the remember. The boot pop? Yep. And then he's like, he's being all gentleman and everything. He's like, oh my God. I'm like, move your fucking hand, Colossus. I want to see a titty pop. I just loved it because like, he's being a gentleman. And like this is like an all like full out battle. And he's like being this nice guy. And it's like, dude, punch her. Beat her ass. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Oh, but what made it even more strange to me was because they're censoring that titty. But during the scene where Wade tries to go approach Vanessa to save her at a strip club where she's a waitress and uh, Stan Lee makes his appearance as a strip club DJ, titties everywhere. And in the sex scenes, too, with Vanessa and Wade. Yeah, yeah, because he's grabbing up on her tits and everything. It might have been her, like the actress herself. Oh, it was. Oh, was her? Yeah, it was. Uh, well, that's understandable. I mean, if it's pro- if if she, if it was, with everything that's going on in the movie, and an actress does not feel comfortable with it, I mean, you still have like she fucking if, tweeted herself in a chat uh, talking about um what's her tits uh Kara, she fucking tweeted herself in a window, butt ass fucking naked tits out. Or not tweet it. She uh, Instagrammed it. it was okay, a, well, then they did it because... The comedy. For, Col- for Colossus. Yeah. Well, that's stupid. More annoying, right? <laughs> More <laughs> annoyances. Like, well, if there's a reason for it, like, no, it's just to, you know... She was for- a UFC fighter. She didn't give a fuck. Okay, so yeah, they did it for Colossus. And that's it. Well, he's, he's just so Mm-hmm. I just think he's just so annoying. I'm like, dude, you have this person who swears, murders people mercilessly and like all this, and you want him to join the X-Men. Like, stop. <laughs> just just shut up. You technically already have one of those with Logan. Yeah, but like Logan's like a downgrade by like 10 levels. <laughs> like not even one. It's like a whole like... The worst Logan does is smoke a cigar. <laughs> yeah, and they're and they're both quite they're both Canadian. Yeah. Um But yeah, that that was like really why <laughs> the one tit we wanna see outside of Vanessa, which we did get to see. A lot. A lot. Yeah, that ass. It's small, but damn, it was nice. I thought it was like, oh god, what a holiday was it? Oh, um, International Women's Day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then we just see the back of her, and then she, like she pulls the strap on the strap. On. Oh yeah, where she pegs him. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, nope, nope, nope. And I'm like, dude, it's already happening. <laughs> it's already happening. Take it like a man. <laughs> it was hilarious. Like every, they found every any type of holiday they had sex. It was great. Every type. It's just like okay. 
All right, because I forgot like or how the, long it was. Or the Christmas uh, version where he asked her to marry him. Yeah, and then like, where did you hide that? And <laughs> all you see is bare cheeks of Reynolds. And I'm like, oh, please do not put that in your mouth. Please, for the love of God, don't. Well, <laughs> it's like you tr- do know when they were about to say the same thing, or they were pretending to say the same thing. He was going to say, "Will you marry me?" She's like, "Will, will you give me anal?" Oh, is that what she was going to say? That's what she was going to say. She wanted anal. I'm done. <laughs> oh, my. She wanted anal. Okay, well, whatever floats your boat. <laughs> Which is apparently a lot of things considering all the holidays. She was a fucking whore. She was she was literally a women of the woman of the night street whore. I know. She was a prostitute. I know. Anything he, goes with this girl. I know. Because he, he bought, what, 40, 45 minutes, then the three minutes, or it's like 48 minutes. It was something like that. But they ended up with like two minutes and 42 seconds or something like and Three then, minutes and 42 seconds left. And then like, they finally go at it like freaking rabbits and lasted a whole year. And it's like, yeah. I don't know. It was just, oh, so much. So much at once. It was great, <laughs> it though. It was. <laughs> but, man. And then, of course, how they came up. Because even in the se- comic series, Deadpool named himself based yeah. on the Mercs' place of business, like their safe zone, was this bar. And they had a Deadpool where they yeah. betted on which Merc would die first. Yeah. Well, it wasn't really a safe zone, obviously, because Wade buying a blowjob for a big guy and he going after another Merc in the in the bar. That was funny. But um But yeah, so like, that's how he named himself. Yeah. I love how just like casually he goes over with the mirror, puts it up against the nose. Nope, he's still alive, and everyone's like, Well, Damn it. Aww. And it's like how casual it is. It's like a, I'm just going, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Another one bites the dust? No, not quite. Ah, oh, dang it. Maybe tomorrow. All right. So let's see. So the helicarrier, he goes to rescue Vanessa from Francis. And um, how he spells out the bodies of the guard like dismembered bodies of all the guard, he spells out Francis at the bottom. And of course, Ajax is looking down on it. That was after I left. Oh, yeah, that was definitely after you left today, but you said you've seen it already. I have seen it, but it's been a while since I've seen it. But oh, I have yeah. seen it. So, yeah, and then they start fighting on the helicarrier, of course. Battle ensues below still, so the helicarrier gets blown up. Mm-hmm. Um, he throws Vanessa back in the pod or the container, the oxygen container, basically an iron lung, a sealed iron lung is what it looked like to me and yeah, saves sure. her life from that. Yeah. Uh, they pick her up and that's when he finally reveals who he is, to, like what he actually looks like now to her. And she's like, Fuck you for keeping this from me. I thought you yeah, were dead. 
What was funny is that he had a, pi- a picture stapled. Yeah. Stapled the, the, to his face. Yeah, the fucking Hugh Jackman face cut out and stapled to his face. And then she just like rips it off, I think. Well, it kind of is like. <laughs> that was funny. But what what was interesting was um, when, because they, when they first met, they were talking about how their lives sucked. Yeah. And, of course, hers ended up worse. Until. Until he ended up with cancer. And it's like, well, you win. Your life officially sucks more than mine now. Yeah, right. It's like, it all it took was, like, what, stage four cancer of whatever. I think it was, like, his prostate or test. I think he had everything. Yeah. Like, long testicles. Yeah, he had it all. Brain. But, yeah, so. Yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah. That, that that is a good movie. I'm just like, okay, I've seen it. All right, that's over and done with. I can't believe you. Fucking get out of my house. <laughs> How could you not love Deadpool? I do love the movie, but it's just like, okay, I've seen it. Next. You know? Same. It, and I'm going to tell you this now. It's the same thing with Deadpool 2. Uh, I've seen it. Okay, four. Cool. Five, I'm doing. I'm doing the next one by myself. The next one is X Men Apocalypse. No, I'm saying the next Deadpool. Oh, okay. So I was about to say that's like. So I've got. I've actually got two pages here. Uh, one is just fun facts about Deadpool in general, mm-hmm. and then the other one's actually from the trivia from the movie. Oh, okay. The all right. So the trivia that we. Usually do. Okay. All right. So with this one, this is yard barker, uh, dot com. Uh, just different facts about Ryan Reynolds in the movie. So, of course, it talks about the first two facts. It's got 20 facts. So it's called 20 facts you might not know about Deadpool. Let's see how many we actually know. Oh, let's start out here. While we've been awashed in comic book movies for years... At this point, they were mostly designed to serve a big, as big of an audience as possible. That meant keeping things PG-13. Then Deadpool came along and <laughs> brought raunchy, vulgar vulgarity, yep. and bloody violence to yep. the modern superhero realm. Yep. So again, the first superhero movie to be rated R. And it has literally every single thing that is adult in it. Minus penetration, actual penetration, like showing it. It didn't actually show penetration to anybody. I, yeah, but it was still there, man. <laughs> yeah, it was there. Crave violence. <laughs> I.e. the baby is awake. Okay, so... Um, of course, this wasn't the first time he played Deadpool or a superhero. We talked about the Green Lantern where his super suit was all CGI the entire time. I kind of like what they did with the suit. Not going to lie. This one? The Green Lantern suit? Yeah. I kind of like the take of it. I still would prefer like the original, you know, the, the black and the green. I'd still prefer the original, but like what they did for that, I thought it was kind of cool. And CGI was a big thing back then. Yeah, so, you know, they had to show it off somehow. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Oh, yeah. So, here we go. 
So he wanted to de- uh, Ryan Reynolds wanted to perf- be Deadpool, this version of Deadpool for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, there was one interview before I talk about this because this is where I was talking about um, outside of the movie. But um, he did an interview where he was talking about when Deadpool was typically born was actually when he was born. So he was born for this role. Literally. Literally. Uh, Reynolds' journey to starring in Deadpool began before X-Men Origins Wolverine. In fact, he was the fr- he was first attracted to Deadpool films way back in 2004. He spent years trying to get the film made before it finally hit theaters in 2016. Attached, not attracted. Whatever. <laughs> you know me. I'm also drinking alcohol and on pain meds. Give me a break. Dude, I'm like yawning my eyes out and I still see that. Again. <laughs> Pain meds, alcohol. Okay. <laughs> Just like, it's all blurry and I still see that. The director was making their debut. So Tim Miller got his start with the visual effects studio he co-founded and made his living working as a producer to create the sequences for the film like Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and Thor Dark World. That was a fucked up movie. Which one? The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I watched that. Ooh, that was a fucked up movie. Okay. Uh, This actually got him hired in 2011 to direct Deadpool, which was his debut as a director. Hmm. Hmm? So the title of number five on this list was one of the writers started with an unexpected credit. Hey, if you wanted to be a screenwriter, sometimes you have to take the work that is offered. That especially true when you have little to no prior experience. Rhett Reese, who co-wrote the film with Paul Rennick, also has written films like Zombieland. Huh. What? Fourth Wall Breaks. Never seen it. You've never seen Zombieland? I can't watch. And I kid you not. I kid you not. I literally cannot watch any zombie. Anything that has zombies in it. Even if I just watch it for a few minutes, I kid you not, I will have nightmares that night. I literally cannot watch anything. with. It's a comedy. It doesn't matter if it has zombies in it. I will have nightmares. Every time. And I cannot go back to sleep. Well, you'll stay the night and we'll stay up and play video games. How that? <laughs> However, his first screenplay credits were 2004's Clifford the Big, the really big movie. What? Clifford the Big Red Dog movie was his first credited film. Wow. wow. In unison, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> A few different oh. actresses were considered for Vanessa. Oh, boy. Ryan Reynolds was always going to play Deadpool, of course. However, casting the female lead of Vanessa took a little more consideration. Some of the actresses who were tested included Taylor uh, Schilling, Rebecca Rittenhouse, eventually, or ultimately, though, uh, Marina Buck. I can never say her name. Karen? Yeah, I think it's 
Karen Becerin was casting. Marina. Taylor Schilling and Rebecca Rittenhouse. All right, so um, Orange is the New Black. Never seen it. The epitome of lesbian movies, and you've never fucking seen it. Orange is the New Black is a Also, TV Ruby Red, or Ruby Rose, was fucking topless in that fucking movie. It's a TV series. Yes, that's what I meant to say. Okay. And I know, well, I mean, I know who Ruby Rose is. But, but like, I, she know. was the blonde in the movie or in, in the series. Piper? Not the tall one, but the short one. Yeah, Piper, right? I guess. I don't know. I don't know either. I never watched the whole thing, but yeah, that's who that is. Um, I don't know who Rebecca Rittenhouse is. Who is that? Uh, Look her up real quick. Yeah. Because I, I don't know who that is either. Let me see. All right, so while you look that up, yes. Negasonic Teenage Warhead is in the film for a very Deadpool reason. This is number seven. Deadpool is from the X-Men universe, and like the X-Men movies, Deadpool was a product of 20th Century Fox. That being said, Fox was a little iffy about including variable X-Men characters in the Deadpool world. The producers were given a list from Fox of potential characters that they would allow to use. They chose Negasonic Teenage Warhead on account that of the fact that her name, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Ooh. But she's not in anything that I've actually seen. Like What movies was she in? Uh, let's see. This is Rebecca Rittenhouse we're talking about. Philadelphia Tiamo. Don't worry, he won't get far on foot. Unfriended Dark Web. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And Good on Paper. The fuck are those? I don't know. But, I mean, like, she was in... Like, the only thing that I... Suits? Yeah, Suits and The Handmaid's Tale is, like, the only thing that I actually recognize. Into the Dark. Yeah, that's that's about it. Television film, The Body, but yeah, that's Maggie's where I remember from. Maggie was a Arnold Schwarzenegger film. Yeah. Okay. So that's so she doesn't really have a lot. Yeah. She's cute though. Yeah, she would have been good. She was actually in her Wikipedia. It was said that she was recommended. She was considered for it, but then lost it to Marina. Hmm. I'm so glad they gave Marina the, the the role though. She's fucking hilarious. She did great. She did really great. So yeah. Out of the approved characters that Fox allowed them to use, they chose her simply because of her mutant name. Negasonic Teenage Warhead. That is a mouthful. Yeah. Hence why she wasn't really used in the X-Men movies. Yeah, because they would have changed it to just Warhead. Mm-hmm. Or Teenage Warhead. Mm. Knowing Fox, they would have changed it to just Teenage Warhead. Yeah, they, they really would. Of course, Stan Lee makes an, a cameo, whatever the studio you could count on Stan Lee to make a cameo in any film based on the Marvel comics. 
Indeed, he shows up in Deadpool as the MC. MC. Why does that is not how it's supposed to be spelled? Anyway, MC of the strip club. Lee isn't the only notable comic book person to make a cameo, though. Rob Layfield, Mm -hmm. who created the character of Deadpool, has a cameo as Weasel. No, in Weasel's bar. Yeah, as well. Huh. Oh, wow. Mm. So, Blind Grandma? Yeah. Is Leslie Uggins, Ungums, who played in Roots for Academy Award winner. Yeah, she, I know she's famous. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, Leak, you may have gotten from, gotten the movie made. So Fox was unsure about Deadpool film, especially once it became clear it would have to be R-rated. To be a to really be a Deadpool movie, yeah. As such, they gave Miller, the director, a little bit of cash and had him shoot test footage. That footage leaked in 2014, so two years earlier. Yeah, and was greeted with massive enthusiasm online. That September, the film was greenlit, and Ryan Reynolds joked that he'd known the reaction the leak footage would get. He would have done it himself. I.e., he did it himself. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then, of course, that is Ryan Reynolds, minus his stunt double and some of the stunts, in the Deadpool outfit the entire time. Yeah, because I think, like, in, like, one of the talk shows that he went to, like, he took, like, maybe, like, one or two of the suits. It was uh, two of the suits and three masks, I think. Yeah. Because they, the one mask is just uh, static, where the eyes don't move. And then there is one suit that the eyes do move. Yeah. Or two suits that the eyes move, and he had to have a special suit for that one. So he's got one suit, two statics, face masks, yeah. and then one suit that runs the animatronic face mask. Yeah. So like I can, I can understand that like Ryan's in, because I mean who else is? I mean it was it was because it? of him. Yeah. Literally because of him that the movie even. Became a thing. Yeah, so you can't really be like, no, you can't have that. It's like, dude. No, this is mine. <laughs> it's like, I'm the sole reason we're, we're even here. So yeah. just hand it over already. We're good. Oh, no. He probably, no. I, one of them, he said he walked out of the studio wearing the suit. And I think another one, like, he wore clothes over. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, a lot of people were staring at the superhero movies in fantastic shape. Reynolds isn't exactly letting himself go either. Yeah, so the physique you see in the suit is actually Ryan Reynolds' body. Which makes a lot of sense because he's pretty beefy. Yeah, but he's not hes not massive either. Like as, at he's, like ripped. In, he's not like the Colossus... Uh, CGI arms that are fucking that, Arnold Schwarzenegger big. Dude, I don't even think Arnold Schwarzenegger. Those are like 
that's the so, rock. So young, no, young Arnold used to be like that. Like that's Eastern European look from a bodybuilder aspect. Uh, yeah, that's true. But like right, like in this particular, if you're looking at the Yard Barker website, um, number twelve, the costume was greeted with enthusiasm. It is actually Ryan Reynolds. It is virtually skin tight to him. And it's leather and and minimal uh, fabric. Yeah, because, I mean, Deadpool doesn't need a lot. He just needs him. Yeah. So muscles or not, everybody seemed happy with the customized or costuming for the Deadpool. Or maybe they were just happy that the movie was finally happening. Uh, purportedly, both Reynolds and Miller teared up when they saw the completed costume. Oh, because it actually—I mean, minus the little penis nub on the back of his head—that's not exaggerated in the movies, like it is in the comics. The little yeah. nub back there. Um, it's actually pretty dope. Like it's pretty on par with what the comic books were. It it really is. Like I think this is like the first. I actually think this is like the first Marvel movie. Minus Spider-Man, um, No Way Home. Yeah, minus Spider-Man and Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah, minus those two. But like that's like every stitch. That is like perfect. Perfect. Yeah. The full design, like this is extra padded on the shoulders. Uh, yeah. He's got elbow pads, kidney pads, like a motorcycle jacket almost. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. Vancouver is often thought of as Hollywood North because mm-hmm. there's so many projects are filmed there. Deadpool was no different. It was filmed entirely in Vancouver. Mm. So, Canada. Uh, with thousands of locals hired to work on the film as actors and crew members. Of course, this was also a bit of a homecoming as Reynolds was born and raised in Vancouver himself. Oh, okay. So he basically knew where everything was. Yeah. Reynolds paid the writers out of his own pocket. Hmm. That's cool. Okay. Uh, let's see. The movie was given an interesting comparison point. Let you read that one so I can take a drink. Okay, hold on. <sighs> Wake up. I am awake. I didn't want to choke on my vape. As you may have been able to tell during the process of making Deadpool, a lot of executives at Fox were skeptical and worried. To be fair, an R-rated meta superhero movie was a bold offering. One executive told the writers that they felt the movie was a combination of Ferris Bueller's Day Off and Natural Born Killers, (laughs) which the writers pretty much agreed with. That is, that is fucking wonderful. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with that because, yeah, that's, that's pretty on point right there, to be fair. That played out just like it, honestly, now it, that I think back to Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It really did. Oh, yeah. 
went all out for the marketing of the movie. Well, it worked. Yeah. All the all that marketing paid off. Yep, there we go. See, that's the next one after that. Spent over a decade trying to get Deadpool movie made, and he had al- already experienced a failure in Green Lantern. As such, he was devoted to making sure the Deadpool was marketed heavily. Yeah, I remember that. The Deadpool Christmas uh, market where he fucking put on a Santa hat and had his own sweaters made, which I got one of those sweaters. I got a Deadpool sweater upstairs. I mean, 58 million. Jeez. Let's see. Not only did Deadpool make a lot of money, that's an understatement. It made like seven times more than what it was worth. Yeah. Uh, People generally liked it. The movie was nominated for two Golden Globes, eight MTV Movie Awards, and 16 Choice Awards as a rated R movie. Like, oh my God. But it was also nominated for awards by the PGA, DGA, and WGA. And then, of course, it got a sequel, which we'll talk about I mean, in a couple of weeks. Everybody went and saw the second one. And Deadpool is joining the MCU! <laughs> Marvel, under the ownership of Disney, has regained the rights to the X-Men characters. That including Wade Wilson. When Fox was purchased by Disney, it was announced that the X-Men characters would be folded into the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. In fact, a third Deadpool has been announced, and Kevin Feige has said it will take place in the MCU. This is the first time I've gotten this much information on Deadpool 3. Yeah, they're they're keeping it pretty, like... Low-key hush-hush. Yeah, because, I mean, first was... Francis. Second was Cable and the fat kid. I can't remember what the hell his name is. Yeah. Anyway, and so like a a third villain, you got to be like, who could possibly like top that? Because I mean, Francis was like the first good groundbreak, and then they bring in Cable, which broke it even more. And now the third one, it's just like. Could you imagine they finally do Deadpool and Wolverine together? Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds actually do a movie together? I am, if they ever did that, I am expecting to see, like, Logan just stabbing Deadpool repeatedly Repeatedly. (laughs) with... Like, literally with his claws, I will have literally, I, if that does not happen at least once, I will be disappointed. But think about it, too. Like, all the ads that they've done for Ryan Reynolds' gin line, like his alcohol line, yeah. aviator, gin. Yeah. They've done so much together on that. Like, they have done interviews together. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if they, like, that would be great. And if he doesn't do it at least once, I'm going to be disappointed because that, that, that's just like perfect. 
Oh my god. To see like Logan finally like let loose and not be the PG version, but like an R-rated Logan. That's well. I mean, like... both standalone movies, Wolverine, the Wolverine, and the Logan movie, were both R-rated. It was because of this movie that those two became were allowed to be R-rated. No, what I'm talking about is like. Deadpool R-rated. There's R-rated, and then there's Deadpool R-rated. <laughs> You're right. You're <laughs> so, right. Like, You're right. There's like there's a line. There's that does gore, not exist. and then there's just Deadpool. There's a line in Deadpool that does not exist. There's a line in the other ones. Like, I want that non-line. <laughs> I want that non-line of Logan. <laughs> Yeah, where baby mama comments, uh, if Hugh Jackman doesn't punch him while shirtless, I will riot. Oh, oh my God. that would be great. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, during a talk at Google, Ryan Reynolds revealed that the taxi driver character, Dupender, was named after a really cool guy he knew in elementary school who died when hit by lightning. The character was meant to be a tribute to him. Oh, that's sweet. And, and also, like, getting hit by lightning, that's a slim chance right there. Oh, I've been hit by twice. That explains so much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, um, baby mama, fuck off. Ryan Reynolds is not for the women. It is God. very much a fact that Ryan Reynolds is for the men. I, I'm keeping out of this. I'm not even uh, at around 22 minutes after Vanessa and Wade have ski balled and are trading in their winning tickets for prizes, a large stuffed dog wearing a Deadpool attire can be seen hanging behind the counter. This refers to Dogpool, a canine version of Deadpool from an alternate universe. I, I... did not notice that. We never... Because he got the eraser? No, she got the eraser. He got the Voltron ring. I know, like, when he's... When the guy behind the counter is, like, explaining, like, their prizes and everything, we see behind him, but, like, it was too blurry to see. Huh. Huh. Oh, yeah. So, these two talk about the same thing. So Ryan Reynolds, while filming, visited kid sick kids via Make a Wish Foundation. Uh, through the Make a Wish Foundation, the 13 year old Connor McGrath, a terminally ill fan from Edmonton, requested to attend a special event for Deadpool in 2016 in January, which turned out to be one of the two special screenings of the New York and Los Angeles for fans. Hmm. He couldn't make it due to the uh, severity of his illness, and Ryan Reynolds heard this story and traveled to Edmonton and surprised him with a private screening of the film. Hmm. That's fucking dope. Oh, the kid was the first person to see the film. Yeah, he was the first person outside of, like, in the general public to see the film. 
Oh, that's kind of sad. They kept in touch until Connor's passing a few months later. Reynolds paid tribute to him on his social media pages. Oh, dang. Holy crap. Yeah. Huh. Originally, it had a muscle layer, the costume, and was removed. Because Ryan Reynolds was so muscular, the costume not only was too tight for him, it made him look over large, is what they said. Yeah, because Deadpool isn't He's not massive. Like, they fucked up in the game and made his upper body too triangular. Oh, did they? And that... Got a lot of backlash. There's backlash everywhere you go now. So here's where it talks about um, Fox refused to pay the writers for the of the film. And that's when Ryan Reynolds stepped in in his own pocket and paid them. Because it's because of them that it was so fucking funny. Uh, let's see... At around 15 minutes in the scene where he is dealing with the stalker pizza delivery guy, Wade is wearing a t-shirt with a portrait of B. Author on the front. This references to the fact that in the comics, Deadpool was an eff- has an affection Thank for you. Arthur and, and the, the Golden, Golden Girls. Girls in 1985. According to Reynolds on the Blu-ray commentary track, it cost $10,000 for that shirt, which went to charity for the approval to use the image. It wasn't for the shirt itself. It was for Fox to say, or for them being allowed to use that image in the film. Yeah, but it still cost. To have that shirt, it still cost them $10,000. Yeah. That's so just, Deadpool. It, it really is. Just for $10,000 for a fucking t-shirt. But, I mean, it's it's B. Arthur. Yeah, true. It's Dorothy. I mean, that's, that's huge. <laughs> God, could you imagine, though, if it was Betty White? That would have been so amazing. Watch that be in the third one. Betty White. What? Yeah, watch. Whoa. I think that's like the, probably like the shortest I've ever seen a film be made. The film was shot in 48 days. That has to be like the 48 shorty. days. Well, you got to think there isn't a lot of CG or there. Where there's CGI, i.e. where there's not physical stunts and everything that that the film the physical shots were done in 48 days that's like huge you gotta think there really wasn't that many different shots or scenes yeah that's true alright became all right, so Deadpool became the first R-rated movie to have a three-day opening weekend of over $1 million or $100 million 
in the U.S. box office. So this is talking about out of every R-rated movie ever, this is the first one to not only have a three-day opening weekend, but also gross over a million dollars in the box box office during that time. 100 million. Yeah, that's what I mean. 100 million. I know. While such films as The Matrix Reloaded and The Passion of the Christ. I saw that. Earned well over 100 million by the end of their first weekend of release. Those movies had an opening wide on Wednesday before the official opening weekend. Deadpool only had a 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. screening before the Friday wide release. That doesn't surprise me. So they had a full, like those two movies that grossed over $100 million had an extra full day or two days possibly of release. Yeah. But this one literally only had... Those three days. So in three days, it had over a hundred million in the box office. Oh my god! Whoa! I mean, that would be interesting. Did your mouse die? Possibly. For audio listeners out there. We're currently scrolling through um, the trivia for Deadpool and Joker's mouse has slightly died. Well, you got to think. I use this damn mouse for gaming too, okay? No, I'm just saying. All right. There we go. Just saying for the audio listeners, that's all. I'm going to edit it out. Oh, well, too late. I've already said it. (laughs) Too late now. Uh, Let's see. We know about that. The film had a lower budget than any X-Men, Iron Man, Avengers, or Captain America movie. Well, no shit. It was only 58 mil. Yeah, but it had like a huge turnout. Yeah. I think the lowest X-Men was like 100 mil. I think that was what Last Stand? Because I don't think Last Stand did well. Yeah, but I'm saying the budget-wise. Oh, budget-wise, yeah. In the Marvel comic books, Vanessa is a shape-shifting mute. That goes by the alias Copycat. Oh. She homages her comic book version when she mentions that she has played a lot of roles when they first meet. Huh, I missed that part. That's interesting. See, that's why I I must have missed it when she said it, because that's why I always have subtitles on, because I miss words. Like, yeah. That's what I missed it. So during the scene where he's cutting off his hand, yeah, Deadpool uh, saws off his hand and sprays blood on Colossus's face. He says, "Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret." This is a little coming of age novel by Judy Bloom, wherein the century theme of the story, central theme of the story of a teenage girl getting her first period. Talking about period blood on his face. 
That is great. Ew. Gina Carano. That's her fucking name. Holy shit. What? Gina Carano. Carano. Oh, okay. All right. So did the junkyard fight scene and she's more than worried about spiders than anything else. Even her stunts. I don't blame her. I kill spiders every chance I get. Cause I'm just like, nope, not today, Satan. Despite the R rating, Ryan Reynolds had entertained children sick with cancer while shooting this film and put some of them in small roles in the film. Hmm. He brought sick kids to a Deadpool movie and gave them roles. That is such a Ryan Reynolds thing to do. Jeez. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, he improvised most of the movie. That does not surprise me. Uh, let's see. At the 40 minute mark after being captured by Colossus on the bridge, Deadpool is fo- oh, told yeah. he is being taken to Professor... Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, I remember Okay, to the professor. In the reference leading uh, leader of the X-Men, Charles Professor X Xavier, Deadpool responds, McAvoy or Stewart? As in James McAvoy or Patrick Stewart, both of whom have portrayed Professor X in previous movies, including simultaneously in X-Men Days of Future Past. Now, what's funny... I remember that he only gets to meet one of them in the next movie. He he doesn't really meet him, though. Well, that was actually a live recording on the set while they were there, so yes. Ryan Reynolds actually meets one of them. What, when he's at the house? Yes. No, they... He never actually sees them. They're behind him, like the door. But it, what I'm saying is Ryan Reynolds actually meets one of oh. the two actors. I think it's, what, McAvoy? We'll get to it. More about how awesome Deadpool is as Ryan Reynolds, because we know Wade Wilson plays Ryan Reynolds, because Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Of course. Uh, prepared for the film... Hired a sword master to train him. Negasonic Teenage Warhead was named after a song by the rock band Monster Magnet. I have never heard of them. Taxi cab operated by Dopinder that transports Deadpool to his fight scenes. Has an advertising banners at top of the roof saying, I need a hero. see that i think it was after the first time oh okay yeah because the second time i was i was gone for uh ryan reynolds is the first actor to be nominated for golden globe for playing a marvel character in this film which kind of shocks me considering how many marvel movies there are prior to this yeah and how i mean how successful they are but he is the first one for a rated Dang. R movie to be nominated for a Golden Globe. 
that just that that literally just puts it out there for how fucking awesome Ryan Reynolds is. Yeah. Grossed 132.8 million in its domestic opening weekend, becoming the first R-rated film to open over 100 mil and breaking the 12-year-old R-rated weekend record held by The Matrix Reloaded. You know, that's pretty hard to do considering literally how popular those movies were, The Matrix movies were. Well, before Reloaded, which was the second film, the only... It barely outbeat the Matrix. Yeah. That's just like... It's fucking crazy. Right. Oh, and then all the aftermarketing between Deadpool's 1 and 2 where they were talking about... Or actually, no, after Deadpool 2 when they during the COVID... Thing where all the X-Men characters or actors and actresses were doing voice calls or video calls. Yeah. And Ryan Reynolds shows up. Like Halle Berry, Patrick Stewart, Hugh Jackman. Well, yeah, no, I know. I'm just I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I'll show you afterwards. Okay, because I, I don't... Oh, my God, it's amazing. Uh, let's see, producer... Simon Kinberg stated in an interview that Olivia Munn auditioned for the role. Oh, yeah. Olivia Munn was also in the role for uh, Vanessa. And the audition resulted in Munn being cast for Psylocke in Apocalypse. Oh, that's pretty good because she played Psylocke like dot on. She, she She did great. But she went out for the role as Ryan Reynolds' lover in the movie. Kind of glad she didn't get it because I don't think anybody else could be that good as Psylocke. We'll talk about her, though, when we watch Apocalypse next. Which is next, anyway. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds praised Gina Carano for both her strength and gentleness. She never felt that comfortable manhandling me. He said, Aww. I had to keep asking her to be rougher. <laughs> that's just like so sweet, though. Yeah, that's hilarious. I mean, to be fair, like that's she's strong even in itself. So like I can that, that's sweet. I like that. Well, it's like up until this movie, I mean, she was an active UFC fighter. Yeah, so like she or, like she got I th- I can't remember if she got injured or what it was that took her out of the UFC ring to where she got so big. Oh man, I can't remember either. I think she got injured or I don't know. We'll have to look this up. Yeah. But yeah, so this is what led to her being the size she was for Mandalorian. Which, I mean, I'm still mad that she got kicked from that. Everybody's mad about it. But she's on doing great things. Oh, yeah. She's kicking ass everywhere she goes. Wanted to wear the yellow contact lenses to match Angel Dust's look in the comics, but makeup artist 
uh, refused, comparing the yellow eyes to something from Twilight films. I can, okay, I can kind of understand that, but at the same time, she could have made it her own in the film. And plus, like, no one's really, in the Marvel movies, no one is going to compare it to Twilight because there have been a few mutants with yellow eyes. Mm-hmm. Like Mystique, for example. She oh, yeah. To focus on acting. Oh, okay, so she. She quit. To focus on acting, which in turn was, like, a really good move for her because. She's just, like, dominating everything she does. Oh, yeah. She's, like, killing it. Yeah, because the first movie she did outside of UFC was Fast and Furious. The seventh or eighth movie where they were in Dubai. She was one of the bodyguards. I must not. It's where, been, where, it's been so long since Where I've Vin Diesel that. drove a fucking supercar through a upper story window of the Dubai Tower. So long since I've yeah, seen she her. was wearing a red dress and fighting. Six, six. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that explains it. That's it's been a while since I've seen six. Well, let's see. And then it. All right. So about an hour and twenty-two minutes in, when uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead burns through her civilian clothes in the final climax scene. She is wearing the classic X-Men yellow spandex uniform. Yeah, that I remember. Well, that was because that was also the only... The X-Men outfits were specifically made for each of their powers to resist their powers so that it would stay on and they wouldn't end up naked. Like Logan. Like Logan. (laughs) It took Ryan Riddles 40 minutes to get into the suit early on, but he got it down to 10 by the time they wrapped. The one above it. This one? Yeah. At around the 28 minute mark. 23. Or, yeah, 23 minute mark when we spent more time on this fucking sequence. Than any other sequence in the film, Ryan Reynolds stated about the sex montage. <laughs> they say it was due to the time it spent on choreography and tone. <laughs> they spent more time on that alone than anything else in the entire film. <laughs> Wow. (sighs) Okay. I'm just, that's just, oh, that's hilarious. I'm trying to find something interesting here. Colossus is seven foot six inches tall in the film. But the actor Andre, whatever his name is, is only six foot ten and a half inches. Tricato? Huh. I don't know. Probably butchered it. 
six foot ten inch. So he's almost he's almost a whole foot shorter. Hence why he was all CG too. Yeah, because I mean, like the added length alone would have probably slowed him down so much. Let's see, what else do we got? So at the 40-minute mark, as Colossus is dragging a handcuffed Deadpool, which was also where he broke his his wrist and ankles on Colossus. Deadpool says, dead or alive, you're coming with me. Referencing RoboCop from 1987, being as Colossus is in his metal form. That's awesome. I like that. That's good. Fucking awesome. Man. Dude, nostalgic references. We need to go back and do some of that. Motherfucker. What did you do? I fucked up. Thankfully, I got it right there, I think. Nope. Wrong one. Ruh-ro, Raggy. I don't even know what you did. You hit something. Wasn't, Wasn't this one? I am not reaching over. What did you fuck? Yeah. Um, he hit something. I hit part of my mouse. Yeah, he hit part of his mouse, and it closed out the um, Deadpool trivia that we were uh, reading about. I mean, hell, we could just call it there anyway. Yeah, because I think we've pretty much. I mean, we were. We've covered a lot of shit. We were towards the end. Yeah, no, right? All right. Let's see. Oh, hey, cool. That's Taskmaster. <clears throat> Pardon me. Taskmaster was in the script at one point, but was cut for being too expensive, especially since Marvel still owns the rights for him. The character would go on to appear in Marvel Studios' Black Widow. Oh, nice. I kind of like. I didn't know that one. Yeah, I didn't either. I kind of like that because I like what they did with Taskmaster and Black Widow. Oh, here's a fun fact. Oh, God. Fuck was said 79 times in the movie. That's it? Right? Wade at one point talks about Liam Neeson. Neeson had been a supporting role in the fifth Dirty Harry mover movie the deadpool i like that at around 12 minutes the guy who gets shot in the head is played by ryan ryan reynolds stunt double from blade trinity another marvel movie by the way i liked that movie. so this is the third marvel movie by this point that he's been in yeah, because most people don't realize that Blade is Marvel. Yeah. The Vampire Hunter, The Daywalker is a Marvel movie. It is a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. I don't think... Is it ever credited as a Marvel mo- mm-hmm. Is it? Okay. Cause it doesn't get the typical Marvel Avengers that, uh, credit role that every Marvel movie does nowadays. And I think that's where people don't... I think that's what people will be shocked by because they don't realize it because they're so used to the marvel um i'll put it to you this way blade is like the spawn of marvel 
Like he is the far offshoot yeah. of Marvel. Yeah. Because Spawn is technically DC. Isn't DC, it? but um, what's his name? Shit, creator of Spawn, McFarlane. Oh, okay. Created Spawn before DC, but DC picked him up as a character. And promoted him and funded him. Yeah. That's why that we got the Spawn movie that we got. Oh, okay. That explains a lot. But yeah, no, I don't think most people know that Blade is Marvel. Just like... Um, because it was before the, the popularity run of Marvel. The, the Punisher too, right? Punisher is uh, DC, actually. Is he? Okay. I think so. I, I believe he is DC. Is he? I thought he was Marvel, though. You might have to look that one up. I have to because I. Th- but either one. Yeah. Either one. There was another one. And of course, oh, here we go. We finally got the first reference. Deadpool is the first X Men film to be rated R. Well, yeah, that's just like. Announced on February 13th. Oh, so February 13th of that year, of 2016, Gina Carano joined the cast as Angel Dust. Oh, so that's her full, like, mutant name, Angel yeah. Dust. Because, Angel Dust. Because in the movies... They just the movie, say Angel. It, yeah. Because there's three different angels. There's yeah. a male angel. Who has the wings. Guardian angel. Then there's the female angel... And then, oh, yeah. and then there's Angel Dust. So huh. one of the promotional shorts has Deadpool killing Mario Lopez while explaining, fuck you, Slater, referring to AC Slater, who is the character that Mario Lopez played in Saved by the Bell. Huh. I like that. That's awesome. French animation art. I was looking at that one too. <laughs> I'm looking at it. I'm just like, oh, at hour and 29 minutes. Oh, I missed that one. A French animation artist with a unique style created 2D cartoon characters that dance around Vanessa after Deadpool is stabbed in the head. Oh, so during the fight. it's like a psychological thing, kind of like a um, you're tripping on acid, kind of like half baked, where they saw like animated characters. That's how it was. It was like oh, okay. a psychedelic 2D animation where characters like the unicorn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's where that came from. Oh, okay. That's kind of cool. Ajax was a warrior in Greek mythology. Right. You kind of get a more grasp of Ajax in, I think, Troy. Yes. The movie Troy. With um, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. There you go. Uh, this movie is the sixth highest grossing movie of 2016. Fuck, I kind of want to know what the first... You know what, the, what the other ones are? Yeah, like, that's instantly what I just thought, because I'm like, well, what are the other ones? <laughs> All right, I'll look this up. You can read some more. Here. Okay. Oh, I need that. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> I'll do this over here, though. All right, let's see what we can get while uh, he looks that up. Um... Hmm. 
trying to see. Hmm. No shit. What is it? 2016? Yeah. Let's see. Hold on. We'll get to this. Hold on. Okay. Trying to... There isn't really anything that we haven't already talked about, so it's just like kind of... Yeah, it's just confirming a lot that we've already talked about, like uh, Colossus being seen only in his metal form throughout the movie. Here's one. At 30 minutes, when Deadpool touches Colossus's groin and says, Dad, it is referring both to when he was abused when he was younger and foreshadows Colossus being a fatherly figure and giving advice. Okay. Oh that, yeah, because he hadn't given any advice up until that point. Yeah, so that kind of that that actually clears up <laughs> why he says it. So. Oh, here we go. This is a big one right here. This one is um, kind of what we were alluding to with the timeline. The film takes place in the reset timeline of the cinematic X-Men universe established in X-Men Days of Future Past and X-Men Apocalypse. The film takes place 33 years after after X-Men Apocalypse. But it was released prior to. So this is referring to the changed timeline of the X-Men universe from the old cast to the new cast. Right. So when the new cast changed the timeline right. in Days of Future Past, uh-huh. that's what it's referring to now. Oh, okay. So this is the first cons- confirmation that things have changed in the universe according to those two movies. Huh. So this officially takes place chronologically after Apocalypse, but cinematically was released before it. Huh. Okay. So there's our first confirmation, y'all. Huh. Hell yeah. Uh, let's see. Do, do, do. Yep, Captain Deadpool, the other nicknames that he's gotten. Uh, mm. Oh, here we go. For his role, Edge Skirin or Ajax, drew inspiration from Roy Batty from Blade Runner in 1982 version, which was a British serial killer. No, no, and. And British serial killer, Harold Shipman. Never heard of him, but definitely going to look him up now to see. Yeah, so um, so the Blade Runner series, the original Blade Runner series that... Um, Harrison Ford played in as the primary character, not the remake that he's a secondary character. Never seen it. I know. I'm just saying. Beauty and the butt. <laughs> Hi, Griff. All right. Here you go. You can have the book. So, back to the... So, we previously read out that um, Deadpool was the sixth grossing film of 2016. Here are the five prior to them. Number one, Finding Dory. That does not surprise me. Number two, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. That's actually a kind of a surprise. Yeah. Especially considering 
Captain America Civil War. Yeah, that... Rogue One was the lowest grossing Star Wars film to date that I'm aware of. Yeah. Well, my right. dad had a lot of things to, just real quick, my dad had a lot of things to say about Rogue One. <laughs> he had a lot of things, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> breathe. Because <laughs> this is a man of few words. <laughs> All right. Number four, The Secret Life of Pets, which was an animated movie. I've never seen it. Rogue One is the only good Star Wars movie. Yo. You can fuck the hell off. Griff, we got to have a talk. (laughs) We got to have a talk. Oh, look at this. So the number five movie only beat Deadpool by $1 million or less than a million dollars, actually. The Jungle Book. The Jungle Book. The live-action rendition of The Jungle Book. I'm okay with that because The Jungle Book, the live-action, that that was a good one. That was a good live-action And then number seven, after Deadpool, spans almost $20 million gap. Or a little over a $20 million gap, and it was Zootopia. Okay, I can see why it's under. Now, the number six film is literally one of two R-rated movies in the entire top ten of 2016. What kind of surprises me is, like, the three underneath it. Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice... Suicide Squad, and Episode Eight: The Force Awakens, and then the two underneath it. That kind Doctor, of, the original Doctor Strange and yeah. Fantastic Beast, and Where to Find Them. Yeah, those two kind of surprised me for how popular they were. Oh wow! Okay, so our next movie was number seventeen. I can kind of understand that. Holy crap. <laughs> yes, I, no, Zootopia was definitely good. I give you that. Yeah, that that was a good one. This should have been way further down. I like that one. The all-female cast? Like they fucking that. mutilated that movie. We'll talk about this. <laughs> but Ghostbusters, the all-female cast fucked the movie up and it wasn't because of the actresses it was because of the writing the writing in the movie fucked it it wasn't produced and it wasn't written well the actresses could have went very far but what they did with them they they screwed it up but i still like the movie Peach Dragon, that does not surprise me. They butchered that movie. Yeah, they butchered the remake of that movie. Damn. Sucker Punch. Ocean's 8 was a good one. I'm surprised Hacksaw Ridge is so far down. I know, because he... He did an amazing job. Andrew Garfield, he got an... Griff, no. Fuck you and your thought process. No. No. The female version of Ghostbusters will never 
ever beat the originals. Oh, You're God, a no. dick lick for even thinking that. No. Or even saying that. God, no. Like, you and I agree with that. Huntsman Winter's War, I can understand. That did not... Warcraft. Uh-uh. I was so... Warcraft hit. was so good. I, I loved it, but I was so pissed. Oh, yeah. It didn't do it justice. It did. They had so... They have so much material for that. And they just, like... <clears throat> Gods of Egypt. Oh, my God. That movie. Mmm... Don't even get me started on that one. They could have did so well with that, and they just... Oh, God. Assassin's Creed. The Assassin's Creed mm -mm. movie only did 36 mil. They did horribly with it. And they had so much material to go off of. What? You know, that that's what ticks me off when they make things from video games. They have all of this material. They have all this history and backstories and everything, and they just, like, butcher it. And I'm like... Why? Now they, now, they didn't do it with Uncharted. Uncharted was good. I haven't seen it. Well, I haven't Uncharted was good. Looking at, let's see, what else do they got? We're down into the hundreds right now looking at this list. Which kind of doesn't surprise me. Max Steel. Oh. That, that was after the, uh, yeah. the TV series. And that... What? A killing joke? I don't even remember that coming out. I didn't remember it hitting theaters either, but... Maybe it went... Sh oh, maybe it was one of those movies that, like... It was an to... animated movie. It was the animated killing joke based well, no, on the graphic it, novel. No, I meant, like, maybe it went straight to DVD. Oh, I think that's yeah. what might have been. What's the last... The other side of the door? Never heard of it. Never heard of that either. The Martian, that was the um, the one with uh, Matt Damon. That was actually not a bad movie. Uh, I didn't really see it. The Mermaid. I wonder which one. Is that the one? The Mermaid, is that the one with the guy from the Narnia movies? Is that the one from there? Nope. That's a totally different kind of movie. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Be good. Never mind. You're from the Narnia movie? Dude, I love the Narnia movies. The Danish girl, that's kind of surprising considering um Eddie Redmayne um Oh, hmm. uh, I think he got like a oh uh he could, he was nominated uh for that role, I believe. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Fifty Shades of Black. Yeah, fuck the Fifty Shades movies. The Hunger that Games, Mon Mockingjay Part Two. Really? Only twelve million. That was actually a good version of that movie, though. And well, the movie above it, The Good Dinosaur. I don't remember that. It's an anim. It's a like a. Oh my god, the remake of Point Break. That was fucking trash. Uh, sometimes, yeah, boy. It was a remake. It was a remake of the 80s version, Good 90s version. Old. Yeah. Bad Santa 2. Yeah, yeah, I can kind of understand that. that one. I didn't even like the first one, honestly. Bad Santa was funny, but it wasn't blockbuster. Yeah. Really? Resurrection? Ben-Hur. I remember that one. 
Whiskey Tango Foxtrot was a hundred and five. That doesn't really surprise Damn. me. Damn, but that was that was that was a niche movie, but it was fucking hilarious. You know what the absolute worst movie ever is? Star War Episode Seven. That's seven? Uh, the Last Jedi. It's four, five, and six were the first, the originals. One, two, and three were the prequels. So seven was... Force Awakens. Yeah. Mm. And that was up at the top. Uh, Yeah, that's number 10. Yeah, that was the top 10 of 2016. It beat Doctor Strange, which is kind of surprising how... Doctor Strange good. was a good movie. Yeah. Well, so that is Deadpool, the original from 2016. So if you joined us here on the podcast, thank you for joining us. We do appreciate it. Make sure you continue to like, subscribe, and follow us on all our wonderful platforms. We are on Twitch, which is MHP Group Therapy. Um, we are in... YouTube, which is the Madhouse Presents Group Therapy. And on Twitter, which again is MHP Group Therapy. Also, you can find us as the Madhouse Presents Group Therapy on all your listening platforms, whether it be Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Twitcher, or any other means where you can find your podcast but primarily we use uh, red circle as our hosting platform also if you want some exclusive content please go look for us on red circle where we have exclusives reoccurring support you can uh, support us as little as one dollar a week which equals out to four dollars a month with that subscription tier, you get your name added to the uh, show notes as a supporter of the podcast. And you will get announced every week that we do a podcast episode. If you do the monthly subscription, it will be uh, priced slightly higher than the tier one for a Twitch subscription. But you will also get a free gifted Twitch subscription every month as long as you pay that red circle. And you will get access to our monthly, currently, it, once we get subscribers to that tier, uh, watch-alongs where we sit and watch movies that our audience suggests to us and we will commentate the movies as we go along each week or each month, excuse me. Um, and then there's the annual subscription, which is priced about the same as the weekly subscription in total. Um, but with the annual subscription, you will get a free merch item every year. One merch item every year. No, it won't be like a little koozie or a sticker by itself. But more like a T-shirt and maybe a sticker, depending on how how we feel. Um, but yes, so with that yearly Red Circle subscription, you will get a free merch item at the beginning or renewal of your annual subscription. So please go check us out on Red Circle Madhouse Presents Group Therapy. 
And you can find me, of course, on my personal Twitch channel at NLMP on Twitch or NLMP Joker on Twitter. Where can they find you? can find me mainly uh, as my job is taking me away from streaming. Uh, you can find me, find me mainly on Twitter uh, at Unreal Style one I believe. But my Twitch is also Unreal Style TTV. 